Hey, before we get started, just wanted to uh, mention that if you are one of our regular listeners, uh, we are on a new app called Laughable. So if you like us and you like stand-up comedy, Jake and I, if you like us, uh, you can go to this new app, download it for your iPhone. It's coming uh, soon to the Androids, but iPhone got it first. Uh, just search for the Laughable app. And uh, it has a whole slew of stand-up comedians and stand-up comedy podcasts. It's run by Ned Kenny. So, a guy that has uh, the same first name as my dad, which means I already have feelings of resentment toward him. All right, there you go. Uh, go check out the Laughable app. Thank you, Ned, and uh, it's nice to be part of the Laughable family. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the Too Ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? Uh, I am exhausted. I have been awake over 24 hours at this point. I think I napped a little on the plane. Because um, yesterday I woke up at about 6 in the morning, and I had a flight out of O'Hare in Chicago yeah. at 7 a.m., so I had to get to my parking garage, so I had to leave around 12.30. I tried to go to bed around 10 p.m. last night just to take a two-hour nap, and I set my phone on alarm, but I never fell asleep. So I made it all the way to the airport, got on the plane. You can't really sleep on a plane, so I would just you know, sort of bob my head and wake up a lot. So I'm, I'm dragging ass is how I'm doing. How are you? That sucks, man. I've been, I've been fairly tired, too. I, I switched from uh, nights, which was good. Like They had me on nights for a couple weeks there, but they switched me to days. Well, that's good. Uh, I, I just got to wake up crazy early now, but... Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm just kind of adjusting to the schedule, but I got today off, so yeah, I'm feeling pretty good today. That's cool. I like how um, so much to talk about. Several things come to mind. It's funny how uh, we can tell the listeners that uh, you you have like a because you work for a rental car company, you can like sign in and get reservations for friends and family. And you tried to do that for me very kindly because I'm going on a road trip where I need a rental car. And the price they gave you was worse than the price I found online. It was online. worse, yeah. Now, it's cheap when I get it for myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for you. Like, but it's oh, like your spouse or your parents or, like, really close immediate family members, then they give it cheap. But, like, if 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 you don't, like, and it makes you enter their name and everything, so it's like they can look into it if they want to. Like, it's not as easy as just being yeah. like, oh, yeah, he's, he's my, he's my he's second my cousin twice with removed. a different last name. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's got to be immediate, and it's you know that's the kind of thing that's easily verifiable. But yeah, they, if you just click reservation for a friend, it gives you. Now sometimes I get good rates, you know, like it, it just kind of depends on what's available or whatever. Like I've done it before and gotten pretty good rates, but like just that time it was time. shitty. But I think I think uh, there's two reasons. There's like the reason they would tell us like, oh, there's just not a lot available there. Like that does have something to do with it. But mostly what it is, is the, the people that get the cars from employees that are friends, they tend to be shitbags, dude. Like, I, I I've can had see that, so yeah. many people fucking drop cars off or just, you know, we have an issue getting them to bring it back. And it's always some friend of an employee somewhere. And I mean, I, I think they set it up with the idea like, oh, if they have a friend in another state who's traveling and is a responsible person with the car you know, at home, but they're, you know, they're just traveling now, so they need to borrow one. Cool. They can hook them up for cheap, but that's not usually what it is. It's usually some shitbag friend of theirs who got their car impounded, and, uh, like, now they need a replacement, 
and or, or just something, you know, where they got drunk and crashed it. And they, they just or they want to get drunk. I need a drinking car. Give me a rental so I can go out drinking. I'll take the insurance yeah. on it. I'm tired of drinking and driving in my own car. It's bullshit. I, I get nervous the whole time. <laughs> Let me drink and drive in the rental car. Yeah, no, I can see that. I'm not complaining. I just thought it was funny. So, but I'm tired of taking my own cars off of ramps over other cars. I need to take uh, the rental car. I know. I'll get my friend that works at Enterprise. Yep, exactly. So we, we got screwed on that one. But, you know, what are you going to do? Um, now, when you flew home to Iowa a couple months ago, what airline did you fly? Did I ever ask you that? Oh, shit. I don't even remember now. It Was was it Delta? I, okay, I, I, so it was one know. of the big ones. Yeah. I flew Spirit Air for the first time today. Have you ever flown Spirit Air Spirit Air, please tell me it's a hippie airline. Oh, no, it's... it's... We used all organic fuel, man. Oh, my (laughs) God, it's getting shaky. All right, it's getting shaky, but it's for the environment. Put your masks on. No. Put your masks on. This could get bad. I wish it was that. This is Greyhound with wings. I uh, Nice. It is the basic bare-bones carrier. It's... um, and that's that's why I took it. I didn't know what it was. I just I, I pulled up flights, and this was so much cheaper than any other one. Like by a couple hundred dollars, it was cheaper. Um, so I booked it, and when you book it, they start walking you through the process, which is what you are buying is a seat, and that is it. To check a bag, it costs more. To carry on a bag, it costs more. They spent on the flight. It costs more to carry on a bag? They Yeah, you, you get... All right, it's a little fucked up. Yeah, well, that's why they offer it for so cheap, is everything costs money. They spent more time on the flight today promoting their Spirit Air credit card than they did the safety briefing. <laughs> Whereas, like, yeah, Listen, uh, in a case of a water landing, pull this. Now, if you want to get 15,000 free miles, sign up for Spirit Air MasterCard. <laughs> you can take a trip. Listen, we're having a little bit of trouble paying the bills here. <laughs> so if you guys wanted to buy some stock, uh, we could give you a really good deal on some Spirit Air stock. If exactly. You're a oh, yeah, by the way, the exits are over there. But back to... Back to giving us more money. We're really, really hurting for money. It's only $50 a year. Can you just load us 20 bucks at this point? Can you you just load us? We'll have you next Friday, customers. Can you just loan? (laughs) Just write it out to Spirit Air. Give it to me. We're good for it. Spirit Air is good for it. They, um, they, that's the only, I haven't been on a flight like this, I think, ever, where I used to, I remember when I would take Northwest, when that was in existence, you'd get on the plane and they would give you warm cookies this Spirit Airline, you don't even get water. Like, they, they take the <laughs> beverage cart down the row, but everything is for sale. They don't offer you water as the free option. Oh, it's man. literally you are buying a bottle of water or you are buying everything else. They have nothing for free. No peanuts, no snacks. It's all purchase. Everything is purchased. It's the only plane I've ever been on where, like, the overhead bins were... I would say a good 50% empty because people weren't paying the fee. They were just doing like me, buying the seat. You pay to have your one bag checked, and you just say, fuck it, I'll put everything in that. You don't take a carry-on. And so, yeah, it's it's super, super cheap, but it's also super shitty. So I'm not You know what I think Spirit Airline is? I think it it was the owner of a comedy club who was like, (laughs) I'm tired of dealing with comics. I'm going airlines. They seem to be doing well. Listen, I'm using the same trick, so uh, it's $20 to buy to fly to California from New York, 
but it's a it's a five drink minimum and the drinks are eight dollars a piece. It works <laughs> yes. in a comedy club. We're bringing them in free airline tickets, just a seven drink minimum. Come on. And the last thing is, uh, you you can tell just when you get on, it's like one of the older planes, like Delta and United. They're upgrading every few years. They're like, oh, let's let's uh, let's buy a new plane, and then someone's got to buy the old planes. And this is like the eighty-two Datsun of the uh, airplane world, is what this is that you're <laughs> flying in. So. So it was an experience. <laughs> they just got high and watched that movie Spaceballs, and they were like, maybe if, if a Winnebago had a stronger engine and wings, we could fly it off the ground <laughs> and charge people money for sea. Yes. Oh, this too, I completely forgot. I wanted to mention this. You know how when you go to the airport, like if you're on American Airlines, it's uh, gate 11 is a flight to New York at 7 a.m., and then yeah. gate 12 is is a flight to San Francisco. At Spirit Airlines is a parking lot in a Kmart in back of the airport. Kind something of. like that. It's, takes off from it's there. one gate. So I show up to my gate and it says LaGuardia. And I'm like, uh, it leaves at 7.50. Or no, it's 6.30. And my flight leaves at 7.15. Same gate. Like literally, instead of having two gates next to one another where you've got a 45-minute okay. layover. No, they pull one plane out. They pull the next plane in. It's It's... All they do is change the sign. So you don't have a row of spirit air gates. You have two gates, and they're just fucking rotating the shit out of those planes wherever they're sending them. Oh, wow. You think you think uh, Spirit Airlines pilots are like the, the, the guys who get in trouble for like being Denzel Washington in flight? Like if you get too <laughs> drunk flying a Delta flight, you then go to Spirit Airline, and they just pay you in like weed and menthol cigarettes <laughs> And, uh, you know, some money if it's a good month. You'll get commission or whatever. But, you know, your your salary is, is in weed and cigarettes. It's either that or it's like it's like any other uh, thing in life where I shouldn't say this until I'm safely at home from my flight on Sunday. But, well, this won't post until Sunday. So um, where you, you have your A students that uh, – that, that get the good piloting jobs. And then they got the guys that got the C, C minus. Sure, they graduated, but their GPA wasn't, ah, they crashed a few more simulated landings. So they, they still got their certificate, but uh, they go to work for Spirit Airlines. Yeah, that's true. Like, you, you fuck up one simulation. That's kind of like, it's not like no one. It's just, it's not like you didn't know what year, you know, Teddy Roosevelt took office if you're a historian. You know, you fuck, fuck up <laughs> yeah. a simulator. You you just killed a whole plane full of sims, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's kind of a big goddamn deal. It's like taking the, like, the bar exam for a lawyer. You get you get a bunch of chances. Yeah. Like, oh, he crashed again. Come on, you got to try it again. Ah, yeah. he made it on Crashing the 10th try. one out of 10 simulation planes does not an A minus make. No, no, no. Yeah, that makes a spirit airline pilot. That's what the fuck that makes. You don't work for Delta. <laughs> but it's cheap, so I took it. I, I as of right now, I would take it again because it, it was really, really cheap. It saved me an eighteen hour drive. I was I was originally planning on driving here so I would have my car and you know, I could bring more things. But then once I found this, I'm like, okay, so a couple hundred dollars versus eighteen hours in the car each way. I, yeah, I went with Spirit Air. Do you think the uh, the comedy club owner that owns the airlines will sometimes let uh, you know newer pilots come on and use it as like an open <laughs> mic? You know what I mean? Like if it's if it's just one of those that ain't at a peak hour, it's like a half full plane. It's like yeah, we could use it as an open mic. It goes down. We only have to pay out like half as many people, and we, you know we had them sign shady little waivers and stuff. So 
This is an open mic flight. We're turning it over to the co-pilot. He's working. He's working on a tight five. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so I wanted to um, bounce this off you because I have I've had this experience twice in the last week. I went out to eat with my wife at a new restaurant in town where I live, and then I had a gig outside of Chicago in a bar. And it's basically the same thing. This restaurant I went to with my wife, it's, it's a craft beer place, a brew place, not a brewery, but they, they have like a row of 20 taps, yeah. and they have a lot of IPAs and a lot of really micro-brews. And um, I noticed at each place in the cooler, like you have all these taps and all these exotic beers, in the cooler they have Miller Lite, Bush Light, and Bud Light, and, like, I, I guess I want to know what kind of asshole goes into a craft beer restaurant slash pub and then says, oh, look at all these options. Give me the bush light. Like, first of all, why do they have to keep that on hand? Uh, shouldn't they just cater away from those people? And shouldn't, wouldn't that be a way, I think, this, is, this was my thought, wouldn't that be a decent way of thinning the herd of in society like if you go into a place like that and order a bush light you just sort of get taken off back and beaten with a rubber hose it kind of makes sense to me in in only under one circumstance that is you are drinking there uh with friends and you're a little low on cash that week you want to drink the cheap shit like i i kind of get it for that but yeah if you if you just go in there and order in one or two and it's it's the uh, you know you're just going for the Miller Lite or whatever. Yeah, that's kind of shitty. Now it makes sense if it's like, all right, I, I'm already a little drunk off of the good beer. I'm just gonna drink the cheap stuff I can't taste now. That 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 makes sense to me. But all right, yeah, all right, you're, you're, you're providing you're only good going perspective there, here. Yeah, if you're only going there and just drinking, uh, just drinking the the, the Coors or whatever, that's that's kind of fucking dumb. Now, I had this. My dad ordered this. We went to a pizza joint, and I'm not really a beer drinker at all, but he ordered bourbon beer, which I guess is the new hot thing, where they, they take oh, yeah. beer. Oh, no, yeah. That's good. And they age it. Yeah, and it tasted like whiskey. It tasted like bourbon. It didn't taste like it's beer. They good. They aged yeah. the beer in a whiskey bottle. Uh, you got to be in the mood for, like, a nice, heavy stout. Oh, yeah. Know, it was, but, this, yeah. Was, this was black. This was, this was yeah. Wesley Snipes' black beer. Uh, yeah. African-American beer. Stop being racist. <laughs> With bright white teeth. Um, hey, that was... And it, it, that beer totally deserved an Oscar. That's all I have to say. All right? Now... I'll be on the right side of the... Speaking of the Oscars, my, my favorite thing about you, Jake, is to listeners that are just joining us for the first time, for some reason you stumbled across us, or one of our uh, beautiful, wonderful listeners uh, recommended the show or shared it on Facebook, please do that, and you're clicking on it. The thing about Jake is... If you say, hey, Jake, did you see or hear about the Oscars? Nine times out of ten, he'll say no. Or did you hear about this popular cultural, pop culture phenomenon? Jake will say no. But then Jake will say, hey, let me tell you about this uh, documentary I watched on uh, aardvark uh, herding in Nepal. And this obscure shit. Did you did you hear about the Oscars? Did you watch the Oscars? Any of the above? I I did not watch the Oscars because um, for one thing, I think I think award shows are kind of long and annoying. But then, yeah, I mean, I for movies, I like yeah, I want them to win. But the thing is, is I, I don't watch a lot of movies when they come out. I'm cheap. Uh, I, I do streaming. I wait for them to come out on Netflix. Now, I think uh, I, there should 
You know what I need to start doing is I need to start watching Oscars on YouTube from like two years ago and then really getting into it. Be like, oh, yeah, I just saw this yesterday. That's a fucking great movie. Like, I want to watch the 2015 Oscars. That's that's what I really want to see because I, I forgot about what happened. And um, I did see The Reverend. That was really good. But that was in the Oscars last year. So that's... Uh, so, yeah, but that's that's on streaming now. So I, that's yeah, it's a fucking good movie. But I, as far as the stuff coming out now, uh, don't care. I did hear all this stuff about well, they need to make the right choices, you know, politically for them. It's like, dude, if if people care that much about the skin tone of the people winning, like like they're gonna fucking run like a tally. Like you probably need more important social thing, like social issues to get behind. I, I'm just saying, it's not. It, I'm not one of those people that it says like there's no racism in society anymore. There absolutely is. That being said, um, the Oscars is not even on the top ten list. So like fucking, I I don't give a shit about that. Like, but as far as the guy getting the thing wrong, um, I, I don't know that. that Did one, you see the clip? Did you watch? You know, I didn't see the Oscars. I've because seen I little have... clips. I didn't see like the full reading of it. I I, I did. I, I saw somebody talking about it like on a. I clicked a little thing on Facebook, and it was one of those little commentary things about it. And I, I, I saw him read the thing, but I, I don't know. I think this is just one more reason that fucking I, I don't care about like actors and famous people's opinions, even though I, I agree with most of them because I'm generally a pretty left leaning guy. But like actors are fucking dumb, man. Like I don't know if you've hung out with like yes, act- that, like I haven't hung out with like high level actors. Or that's nothing, where I was going like, to go with this. the Keep actors. Going, I do know yeah. they're fucking dumb, and it was like this whole like. Well, listen, here's here's why you need my opinion about about social issues. It's like you're a fucking dumb actor to people who don't know actors. Maybe your words have some kind of meaning, but you're not even like you're famous for pretending to be somebody that's not you because you suck. Actors themselves fucking suck like they're good at being other people, you know, like that's what so like their opinions. I I, I don't I, I don't care like. They're so dumb that they're fucking up reading off of cards the name of a movie that won or the name of, you know, the beauty pageant that won. That's, well, that that's got to be literally that one of the easiest the jobs there is, right? Like, reading comedian. off the fucking card? You're shitting What's on that? our own now. You're, the beauty pageant was a comedian. You're shitting on our own at this point. All right, well, you know, we're... We're, we're almost too. as shitty people as actors. You know what I mean? Like, we're, 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 we're a little better than actors. But I'm just saying, yeah, I... I Steve Harvey's more of a game show host now, all right? I, I'm, I'm moving him out of camp co- comedy. Fair I, enough, I, I'm, fair I'm enough. I won't out. fight that. I, uh, he's, he's more of a game show host. He's been poisoned by the actors, all right? That's what happened. He's, he's been hanging out with them for too long, and they, they, they poisoned his brain, and now he's so dumb he can't even read off pageant names. That's, that's what happened. That's what happens, comedians, when you spend too much time around actors. They make you fucking Steve Harvey dumb. Well, I want to go back to the Oscars because I did watch the clip. I didn't see the show. I tried. I wanted to because I wanted to watch Jimmy Kimmel and uh, Roku in all their genius didn't stream it in all the markets. They said, you know, we could get as many people watching this as possible. Actually, ABC, it was their choice, not Roku. I have Roku. Um, but ABC said we could get as many people watching this as possible or or hear me out. We could only stream it in certain markets so that other people don't watch it. And when I saw that it wasn't streaming, I put it on and said, nope, not available. I'm like, all right, well, fuck you. I'll just turn it off then that I don't see it. I don't care. But I did want to watch it for Jimmy Kimmel. Now, when it comes to the thing, 
here's what happened. I don't know if you know. Um, oh, the, 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 wait, you're talking about Sisu? What, what do you? It's, it's something else. It's Roku. So anyway, he, uh, Roku, no, no, no. Roku was on uh, like what plays those things. Yeah. It was, this, yeah, are the, you talking about Sisu? Like the actual, no, I like the CISO, ABC man. app did not, ABC chose not to stream it on Roku. So anyway, oh, gotcha. Oh, the ABC app. Okay. Yeah, I was a little they does not. Which, so, uh, so anyway, when it comes I, to this, this, this thing, what happened was, in a nutshell, they got handed the wrong envelope. And when you watch them open it, if you didn't see the clip, Warren Beatty opens the envelope, looks at it, looks at the audience, looks at Faye Dunaway, is a little confused. And he sort of, I think he stammers once like, uh. Oh, so they handed him the envelope for like a For best award. actress. And so here's where I'm oh. pissed is no one, everyone is saying, we're so sorry to Warren Beatty. We're so sorry to Faye Dunaway. So he, he shows it to Faye Dunaway, who just reads it. She goes, and the winner is La La Land for best picture. And here, no one is saying this. You just said it. And thank you for saying it. No one is saying how fucking stupid are you to see Emma Stone's name? Because that's what the card said. The card said Emma Stone, best actress. Actress. So they say, and the best picture is, open the envelope, and it says Emma Stone, best actress. They look at it, and instead of saying, this says Emma Stone, she says La La Land. That's completely on her. Yes, they got the wrong did it, Okay, so did it at least say Emma Stone and then La La Land underneath? But it's, yeah, but it's like Emma Stone is huge for La La Land small. It doesn't yeah. say, but that's the whole point is even if the first thing you would read is the big, huge print that says Emma Stone, not the small, tiny print that shows the movie the best actress was in. So why is everybody apologizing? Yeah, they got the wrong card. But they didn't even read it correctly. That's how if you that's why they, they have multiple takes as actors and, and why they have directors walking them through scenes because you hand them a card and they can't even read it correctly. They can't even look at the card, look up and say, This card says Emma Stone, best actress. Because that's what the card said. They just went, La La Land, and, and that's what caused all the confusion. Yes, they got the wrong envelope, but they still fucked it up. I would like to think that nine times out of ten Someone up there would have read the card and gone, I don't think this is correct. Or read the card and said, and the winner is Emma Stone? And well, then they why, would have corrected have it. Just rely on the card. Like, why don't you have, like, whoever puts the shit in the card and hands it to him? Well, like, on his way no, up. No, no, no. Did like, you hear this? There's actors and, and actors. No, 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 no. no. So, Some of their names are hard to see. Here's who won. You know what I'm saying? Like, like No, just because to, you okay. can't open it before. What happened was the guy that gave them the envelope was uh, on his cell phone tweeting. So... He was just backstage uh, fucking around, sending out tweets. And he all right, the wrong I know shit all over. over actors. Now I got to shit all over stagehands. What the fuck, stagehands? What are you doing? <laughs> Get off your goddamn cell phone, stagehand. Quit trying to make people like me think that actors are dumb. Well, they are. Know, yeah. Have you ever seen, like, there are so many. I remember when, uh, oh, I can't think of her name. She won for a million dollar baby. She was in Boys Don't Cry, and then she disappeared. Oh, yeah, yeah, Hillary Swank. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you see these, she, I th think, gave one of the worst speeches I've ever seen. You see these actors and actresses, and if they do not have a script written for them, they stand on stage and like, oh my God, I can't believe this is happening. I want to thank my manager, my agent, my lawyers, my agent again, the director. It's like they have nothing to say. They are complete vessels. They are good at what they do. And I tried to read a book uh, three days ago. I love Anna Kendrick. She is, oh, I love her so much. She wrote a memoir. I couldn't read three pages of it. It's just so bad. Like, if they are not pretending to be someone else, they have absolutely nothing to say, whether it be in a speech or a book. And 
or read a card. And so I was glad you called them out. Now, there can be smart yeah. actors, like they're going to be smart anybody else, but as a whole, they spend their life trying to be famous. So, But just, just to prove that uh, we're not that much better, I, I didn't even bother like looking up how they actually fucked up the envelope thing. I just watched a clip and then proceeded to shit all over them. So. Yeah, but again, that's not on your radar. Meanwhile, if you wanted to right now, you could go on a 10-minute diatribe about uh, yak sperm in the Himalayas because you just watched a documentary on it. That's more your speed. It does taste way better than yak sperm, <laughs> you know, from like uh, Michigan or something. You know, like people try to pass off the domestic stuff like it's the same. And you're like, it doesn't even have the same consistency, let alone flavor. Get that fucking shitty yak juice out of here. Funny, funny. Now, after we signed off last week, we realized we forgot to talk about this. We said, oh, shit, we forgot to, to mention what's going on. Um, in the one month since Donald Trump, and absolutely no segue here other than me just jumping into it, in the one month since Donald Trump took office, tourism has taken an enormous shit to the United States. International travel to the United States has plummeted because nobody wants to come here. They're either afraid they won't get in if they come from any Muslim country, and or, I mean, they, America's just shit now. Like, no one wants to come visit us because we're, we're, we're stirring up ISIS, where we're making all these proclamations, general sweeping, sweeping generalizations about Islam, kind of putting a target on our back, and people are saying, you know what, uh, Isla, ISIS might get a little frisky over there. Let's, let's uh, visit somewhere else. Instead of going to Disney... Let's uh, let's uh, go to Amsterdam. Yeah, you got it. You got to take vacations to the country that's uh, fighting with ISIS the least. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to You got to do that. But I mean, it's, it's not that I'm saying that no one should fight ISIS. I'm just saying, like, maybe we should take a step back because that's just fucking riling up more rhetoric that helps those guys. Because they, like one one big piece of recruiting tool that those guys use is uh, just the narrative of the United States and just, you know, Western countries are against all of Islam. So come with us. We're a more pure form of Islam. Unlike these fuckers that lets women run around with their hair showing and all this other kind of shit because uh, they're being influenced by the West. You need to come with us. We're more of a pure form and we're going to help you out, right? And so if, if we take a little bit less of the spearhead on fighting those guys, it's, you're not really helping them out. It's kind of like how we used to have slavery in this country, right? And and we fought a long, bloody war to get rid of it. Um, now, the North did have help from countries in Europe, right? Like, we got, we got money, we got aid, we got, you know, even some troops, I think, you know, like whatever. But it wasn't like they were occupying here. Now, if they would have come in and been like, we, France or Germany or whoever are going to go into the United States and, and and make sure that these fuckers down in the southern part aren't having slaves anymore. Even people in the north who were fighting against people in the south would have then turned, turned around shoulder to shoulder with people in the south and been like, no, you're fucking not. Get the hell out of our country. You know what I mean? Like they... And that's kind of what we're running into over there with this shit, with, with, with you know, just how heavily we occupy the places... Uh, a lot of the rhetoric now, uh, the the immigration ban, and and it was still going on under Obama. You know that that is one thing that the left doesn't really uh, like to own up to. Like 
they, they're the first people to be like, oh, um, uh, people in Yemen are going to be more likely to attack us or, you know, whatever over this travel ban because we're not letting people from Yemen in. It's like, yeah, but you know you know what they're, they're a little more pissed off about? Uh, wedding parties getting fucking blown up there, even though we're not technically occupying the place. We've just been doing it with drones for the past, like, it's fucking forever, right? And that shit never really got talked about. So uh, both sides definitely do it, and he's just a lot more vocal about um, his kind of anti-Islamic sentiment. And I, I do not disagree with anything you said at all, but I wanted to take it a different direction uh, personally because I, I agree with everything you said. I think you covered it well, so I don't even need to go there. I think what's interesting is the, the two articles I read involving the, the drop in tourism I mean, here he was jerking off all over himself last fall. Hey, I saved 800 jobs in Indiana. I saved 800 jobs in Indiana. Tourism, they say if this trend continues, it will lose billions of dollars. It will, oh, yeah. It will in, in New York City, there's, the I mean, there's constantly tourists from all over the world here. I mean, it's it's huge, you know? Yeah, and so you talk about saving jobs and, and losing whatever it's, it's not happening if he's, if he, if he's fucking up tourism, if he's, if, cause people don't want to visit a place where a guy's thumping his chest and talking about how awesome we are and being a basic douchebag, you know, for well, the- no, because if you think about it, a lot of the people that tend to go to other countries a lot, I, I mean, you know, on vacation, um, they, they do not tend to be very, you know, right wing nationalist type of people. Um, yeah, those guys stay uh, home. They love their homeland. Yeah. Like I love my country. I won't visit anywhere else. Fuck you. Right. No one. No one is at a Trump rally one day uh, going. We need to build a wall. Fuck them Mexicans. And then you know they're flying to Perry the next day. Yeah. Like that's just that's not a thing. That's and and it's the same thing over there. Like the the the, the hardcore uh, Brexiters. Uh, they're not they're not coming here to vacation. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's the other people like the the bigots tend to stay where their own people are, where their own uh, countrymen are, where their own, you know, fucking ethnic neighborhoods are like they they, they stay with their own. They don't like to fucking travel. So um, you, you get a guy who's not just comes off as pretty bigoted, but um, really anti-immigrant. And yeah, people from other countries ain't gonna want to come here and buy martinis for a weekend either. I mean, they're they're just gonna be like, "Fuck you." That is true. So interesting stuff. I I really uh, did. You watch the as we are recording? He uh, addressed the joint. Uh, he did the address last night. Did you watch that? I did not. I was. I did not. No, no. So I guess we can't comment on that. So all right. Well, I guess that's where we're gonna land. Um, I will say, oh, speaking of um, speaking of crazies that like to live in the woods, I did watch Cloverfield Lane the other night. You seen that movie? I have not. It's a, it's a good movie. Uh, very much worth watching. Keeps you engaged the whole way. Um, the ending makes you roll your eyes a bit. That I mean, it, it. But I mean, it was it was a fun place for it to go. Uh, that being said, it definitely played with with. Uh, I, I'm a sucker for post-apocalyptic movies. Let me let me just say that. And, you know, the more unique spin you put on it, the more I'm going to be into it. 
Um, the, the, the writing can suck. The acting can suck, which it very much did not in, in this movie. It was a good movie. Um, but and, and I'll, I'll still be into it is what I'm saying. Like, you have to fuck up a post-apocalyptic movie really, really bad for me not to like it. Um, but it, it took something that, that I've always kind of thought about, like, doomsday preppers, where they're going, oh, well... Yeah, you know, I have all these beans and and all this, so I can just live in my thing. And it's like, eh, I kind of want to, I'd kind of want to die in the nuclear blast and have to eat cans of fifty-year-old beans and filter out my own urine for drinking <laughs> water. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I did enough living in the woods in the army. Like I, and that wasn't even just straight-up survivalist shit. It was just like long-term camping. Um, that's close enough to the shit they're talking about that I, I would rather find out where that bomb is going to drop and bring a big bag of marshmallows and just fucking roast marshmallows off of the fire as my skin melts off than have to live with a doomsday prepper. And that's what that movie's all about. It's like, what's worse, dying in a fucking nuclear holocaust or having to live with one of those crazy fuckers in the woods, uh... You know, learning how to drink their own urine. Like, those those people, I would not want to spend eternity in a bunker with those guys, is all I'm saying. No, I've, I've long felt that way. But speaking of apocalyptic movies, uh, post-apocalyptic, I am going to go see Logan next week. It comes out this Friday. Uh, you should go see it, and we can talk about that next week. Oh, dude, I'll, I'll, try, to, I'll try to check it out before then. Um, it's Logan? What's that about? I haven't seen the previews or nothing. Again, this is this is what I've talked about twice. Jake Vever, ladies and gentlemen. What's Logan about? Oh, let me tell you about Yaks. Uh, Logan is the final in the trilogy of Wolverine movies. It's set oh, God future. damn it. You know I hate comic book <laughs> movies. No, I'm not doing it. It's I'm definitely waiting for one. the fucking... Uh, it's going to be no, a good one. No, it's not... A, you, you, you fucking cock tease. You made me think it was a post-apocalyptic movie. <laughs> it is. What the fuck? It no, is. All the mutants are dead. comic book movie. All the no. mutants are dead except Wolverine and Professor X. All right, because we haven't had enough sequels to the goddamn X-Men. We that's, have not. I, see, that's another thing I hate about movies, man. It's like, they make too many sequels. You remember back in the day, if you had three or something, it was a trilogy, man. Like, you didn't see that very... It had to be like Star Wars or something. Now, it's like, yeah, did this movie make more than 20 bucks after the expenses? Then cool. Uh, let's make about seven of them uh, until it doesn't anymore. Like, even... Even Fast and Furious is still making movies, and Paul Walker's dead. Not even God himself could stop that movie from being made anymore. It still fucking goes on. But it's a goddamn zombie, that that franchise. It is, it is. All right, well, I'll tell you all about Logan next week. All right, kids, tell everyone to listen to our podcast. Thank you for listening. Pick a different movie. I'll go see it. I promise. No. Later. <laughs> Later. <laughs>